Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, our light and our salvation. Let us prepare for Christ's coming by turning from our sin and seeking God's tender mercy and compassion. Almighty God, we confess that we have sinned against you and against our sisters, brothers, and siblings. Our words and deeds have not proclaimed your reign of justice and truth. We have failed to watch and pray for the signs of your advent among us. Forgive our sins and come quickly to save us. Amen. In the advent of Christ, the dawn from on high breaks upon us with life and healing. Through Jesus Christ, God looks with favor on you and forgives you all your sins. Amen. Blessed are you, God of hope, for you promise to bring forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, who will bring justice to the poor who will deliver the needy and crush the oppressor, who will stand as a signal of hope for all people. As we light these candles, turn our wills to bear fruit of repentance, transform our hearts to live in justice and harmony with one another, and fix our eyes on the root of Jesse, Jesus Christ, the hope of all nations. O people of hope, come. Let us rejoice in the faithfulness of the Lord.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Stir up our hearts, Lord God, to prepare the way of your only Son. By his coming, nurture our growth as people of repentance and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the ass, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day, there will stand as a signal to the peoples the root of Jesse, of whom the nations shall inquire, and whose dwelling shall be glorious. Word of God, word of life.
A reading from Romans. Whatever was written in former days was written for our instructions, so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jewish people on behalf of the truth of God in order to confirm the promises given to the ancestors and in order that the Gentiles might glorify our merciful God. As it is written, therefore I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. And again it is said, rejoice, O Gentiles, with the people of God. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise the Lord. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse shall come, the one who rises to rule the Gentiles, in whom the Gentiles shall hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Word of God, word of life. Holy Gospel according to Matthew. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke, when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locust and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all of Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan. And they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, 
He said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, his winnowing fork in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise be to Christ. It is week two of Advent, and all I have left to do before Christmas is find some kind of gift for my four siblings, parents, grandparents, pick out a tree, and then trim it, of course, give a sermon at my home congregation in Pennsylvania, get my apartment ready for me to travel to Pennsylvania, drive those 12 hours without falling asleep, navigate the interesting situation of new significant others of my siblings, and of course, enjoy the season of Advent. All this running around, all this hyped up energy and anxiety of the big day, this isn't really the Advent spirit. The culture around Advent isn't really the culture of Advent at all. We have run right past it. Our minds are already on the 25th. Nonetheless, the anxiety that is present before Christmas is real. Hurry up, get the best deals, wrap the presents, trim the tree. Wait, we forgot the tree. All this is not to mention the anxiety that our gospel text produces this morning. <sighs> the fiery prophet, John the Baptist, is preaching what feels like a fire and brimstone sermon. I find myself anxiously searching for my chaff, the parts of me that bear no fruit. And I'm doing this out of fear that I'm going to be thrown into an unquenchable fire. But this anxious, fearful, even panicked self-searching isn't really what Advent is about, right? Advent, a time of hopeful anticipation a time of reflection, a time of preparation. Part of getting ready that is cultural as well as religious is to get a tree. Now most people these days, they use a chainsaw or a handsaw, 
but have you ever cut down a tree with an axe? I grew up in the woods, and let me tell you, it's pretty hard work. When chopping down a tree, you swing the axe so that it cuts against the grain, which is to say that the blade is perpendicular to the way the wood grows. If you look down at the pew you're sitting on, your legs are probably perpendicular to the grain right now. Axes are heavy, trees are big, wood is dense. Chopping down trees is really hard work. And in our text this morning, there are axes lying at the roots of trees, waiting to be used to cut the trees down that do not bear fruit. My dear friends, we are the forest. The parts of us that bear good fruit are gathered in. The parts of us that are not good fruit, the parts of us that are overly selfish, the parts of us that are exclusionary, the parts of us that are harsh and cruel, these parts are thrown into the fire. Being thrown into the fire sounds like a punishment. It sounds like a threat. But it's not. Being cast into the fire is in an invitation to reflection, to growth, and to persistence, both personal and communal. Reflecting on our communal fruitfulness, it is necessary to acknowledge that this congregation has just begun a two-year anti-racism covenant with the Metro Chicago Synod. Every Sunday, this congregation proclaims welcome to all by explicit invitation to the sacramental table. This congregation is also a reconciling in Christ congregation, which makes explicit welcome and affirmation to LGBTQIA folks and professes the desire to be a safe place for people who are part of the LGBTQIA plus community. This congregation is growing and persisting in its growth. Yet we return to reflection on our individual and our communal fruitfulness and fruitlessness. Fruitlessness of continued racial bias, continued bias against LGBTQIA folks, stigmas and stereotypes around mental health, gender norms, and more. This fire calls us out of our old ways of being. It calls us to grow to persist in our growth. It's not easy, and the fire hurts. But this fire, this unquenchable fire, is the relentless love of God. Our flaws and biases, even our insecurities, depression, anxiety, negative self-image, our demons, our chaff, is cast into a love that surpasses all things. Our fruitlessness and chaff is loved so deeply that it is set ablaze. Our demons are loved into angels. This love calls us out of our old ways of being. It calls us to reflect, to grow, and to persist. It requires a lot of us Acknowledging our fruitlessness and chaff is hard work. 
We seek support in our community here. We seek counseling, practice healthy coping mechanisms, and make the choice to love our fruitfulness and our fruitlessness as we grow. We do this hard work of reflection, growth, and we persist in the work because we are preparing ourselves and thus the world for something we are hopefully anticipating, the coming of Jesus of Nazareth. So we continue our preparations by reflecting, by growing, and by persisting. We look inward and seek the fruitfulness and the fruitlessness. The fruitfulness is gathered in and is cherished, while the fruitlessness is set ablaze in a love so deep that it cannot be quenched. And so as the cultural and physical preparations are happening all around us, let us dive deeply inward to prepare ourselves and the world for the coming of the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. Amen.
coming, let us pray for the church, those in need, and all of God's creation. God of promise, your reign has come near. Call your people to the way of repentance and inspire your church to bear fruit in the world through acts of faithful service. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus. God of creation, we pray for the wolf and the lamb, the lion and the calf, and all species who li whose lives are intertwined. Repair and preserve ecosystems that all life on earth may be sustained. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus. God of the nations, Teach those with power and privilege to serve the vulnerable. Give to all leaders a heart of compassion. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus. God of the poor, set tables of abundance in all places where hands are empty and where hearts and minds suffer pain. Feed and heal all those who are in need, especially Leon and those we name aloud or in our hearts. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus. God of hope, renew in your people all joy and peace in believing, especially those facing anxiety, depression, or alienation. Guide this community of faith into welcome one another, just as Christ has welcomed us. Let us pray. God of eternal life, you promise to take away our sin and gather us in your care forever. We give thanks for Blessed Mary, Ambrose of Milan, Lucy, John of the Cross, and all those who now rest from their labors on earth. Freed from pain and the power of death, let us pray. Sustain us in your promises, faithful God, as we watch and wait for your coming among us. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Greetings to you on the second Sunday of Advent, and thank you for joining us in this beautiful season of preparation and anticipation. As you heard in our sermon today, and as we heard in the second lesson, we welcome all because Christ welcomes all. Whatever your race or ethnicity, your gender or sexual identity as well, your religious, political ways you think about the world, or even if you're struggling with organized religion, we pray that this is a safe space where we can both be ourselves and learn to accept other people, even in all their diversity. So again, welcome to all, whether you come every week or this is your first 
time here this morning. There are uh, yellow slips in the pew rack that we invite newcomers to fill and place in the offering basket, which is on the way to communion. Please turn with me to page 14 and note that inside the door is our giving tree, which will be used for gift cards for the South Loop community table, many of whom are homeless. We invite you to take those little tags, and for every tag that you take, um, you can take as many as you want, write your name in, on it and place it on the tree, and then bring $25 gift cards, and that's described <clears throat> at the top of page 14. This afternoon, you'll notice on the facing page, page 15 is one of our big events of the year, our festival of music for Advent and Christmas with choir and orchestra. So we hope you can join us for that and note that following that is a lasagna dinner, which is a fundraiser to support our growing youth group as they prepare for the ELCA youth gathering in 2021. You'll also note that this week we have Holden Evening Prayer on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Page 14 mentions Christmas sponsors that we um, are looking for as well. Our final hymn today is one that you may or may not recognize. It's a tune uh, that some will know from the movie Chariot of Fire. Others of you, it may be unfamiliar to you, so our cantor will sing stanza one of O Day of Peace, and we'll sing stanzas one and two, the repeat one. And this hymn makes use of the images of the peaceable kingdom that we heard about in our first meeting, where all creatures live in harmony and invite all of us to do that with one another and with all of creation. As we now prepare to celebrate the great feast of Christ among us, we sing hymn 254.
and mysterious God. In the beginning, the darkness waited, and you created light. Sarah and Abraham waited for a future, and you sent descendants greater than the stars. The Hebrew slaves waited for rescue, and you sent Miriam and Moses to enact your liberation. Israel waited in exile for renewal, and you empowered prophets and poets with your life-giving speech. As the whole world groaned in waiting for release and rebirth, you sent Jesus, born of strong Mary, fathered by humble Joseph, incarnate in our humility, in solidarity with our suffering and the poor, full of wisdom and grace for all. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it for all to eat, saying, Take and eat, this is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Hoping beyond hope, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Remembering all your promises fulfilled in Jesus' body given for the beloved universe, in the great hope of the resurrection, and in all that is to come by your mercy, with eager, with eager expectation, we cry out, Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Send your spirit into this broken world, into our hopeful, imperfect gathering, and on this sacred bread and wine, so that we may be healed and whole again, and be filled with the courage to love. Come, Holy Spirit. All praise and thanks to you, holy God, through Christ Jesus, by your Spirit, here and now, and until the end of time.
Behold the one whose advent we await, who now draws near.
Let us pray. God, for whom we wait, we give you thanks for nourishing us at your table. May we hear the prophet's call and turn our hearts to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. May God direct your ways in peace, make you abound in love for one another and for all, and strengthen your hearts until the coming of our Lord Jesus. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace, prepare the way of the Lord.